Hello and welcome to Miss Soccer. I'm Ellie. For the next few minutes, we'll be going through the second stage and looking ahead to the last stage of the AFCON 2021. I'm not doing this alone. With me is... Hi, Herman here. And um, it's good to be back. It's good to talk football and it's good to share more. Also on the call is... It's Matthew from Matthew Sports. Hey, it's, it's good to be back after an interesting one. Let's, let's have the discussion, guys. Great. It's nice to have you all back. So, starting with you, Herman, what are your general thoughts on what happened in the second round? Right. Again, my general thoughts about the second round is I feel teams are organized. Teams are were ready to get some points on board. And again, I would say the tournament really kicked off in the second round because you, we saw teams having a goal. Though there was that bit where you could see that after the first half, teams wanted to close shop because they needed points on board. All in all, another observation is that now on the African continent, there are no minnows. Everybody gives it a go and you can't expect that you go and meet a Comoros, you go and meet a Equatorial Guinea, meet a Sierra Leone, and what? They will just lie down for you to roll over them. Now everybody is giving a go. So there is no top team in Africa. There is no low team in Africa. We are playing for our countries. We are trying to entertain the world. We are trying to get points on board. And for me, that, that's beautiful because, again, we get to show the world that we have exciting tournaments or exciting talents on display. So all in all, two observations, no minnows in Africa. And again, coaches are trying to be very organized. And I mean, tactical uh, specialties are coming to play. You could see a lot of coaches tweaking things and all. So it's beautiful and I'm enjoying it. So perfect, perfect, perfect advert for Africa. Matthew, do you also agree with what Herman said that really there are no minnows now in Africa? Um, Ellie, I actually agree. I, I think I think now football development is going up in Africa. I think more teams are finding a way to just go around the bend of just being entering a match looking for a draw to just about making it in the bad, in the latter series of matches. Um, I've also noticed, you know, he Herman did mention something about adverts. You know, indeed, this round could probably have been a better round in terms of advertisement, in terms of goals. But I, I watched um, BBC, I watched Sky Sports, and I watched ESPN on this round. And guess what? The news that was making round was um, uh, Benjamin Tetis punch. People describe it as a slap. People describe it as a blow on the um, the Gabonese player. I think that one really it really made rounds in the media space in Europe. And then um, I can also say CAF have also made a lot of headlines in that space where they gave, uh, they suspended um, Benjamin for about, um, I think three three games he's been suspended for three years. Apart from that, I'm, I'm quite happy to say, yes, indeed, some teams are waking up, some teams are also sleeping, and some teams are just maintaining the status quo. All in all, I think this round was good. I couldn't agree with you more that the 
second round is a much better advertisement of football in made in Africa. Right. I believe Ellie. from the yeah, Herman. So I, I I just wanted to add more to Matthew's own, and I, again, I think these uh, news outlets they thrive on uh, uh, bad or I mean some one who say like what happens. So you realize that for example, when the referee had a sunstroke, stroke, it was highlighted more, and uh, Benjamin Tete throwing the punch or whatever hitting a player was uh, highlighted more. So it, it's good because it will sell us. People will come and watch us and will display and excite them. So me, for me, no PR is bad, actually. It's how we, we, we come back to make it better. My opinion. Anyway. Nice intro to the next um, question. It's how we come back to make it better. And there are some teams who made better impressions in the second round than they did in the first round of matches. Matthew, starting from you, which teams impressed you in the second round? Ooh, in the second round. Okay, so let me let me start. I think I think um, from the first round and probably even the second round, we've I think we've all had this general consensus that the Nigerian team looks solid in attack, especially. They look they look quite look quite good in attack. Uh, and they proved it. They, they did it against Sudan, even though they couldn't keep clean sheets. But overall, generally, you could see that the, the attack was phenomenal. They were just coming from all angles, just playing it all out. And they did what they could. Um, I think um, I was very much impressed with um, Guinea-Bissau against Egypt, even though they lost. Um, I watched that full match and the Egyptians were totally taken to the racks. But for one indiscretion by the defender, it probably would have been a very good point for Guinea-Bissau because they really played. If you look at the stats in that match, possession, shots on target, I'm sure they covered even more runs than the Egyptians. They, it, was, it was amazing, especially how they ran ragged some parts of the Egyptians. The Egyptians came back after they got that um, goal from Salah. That's when they started making in cash. But before that, they were really good. I felt they were a very good team to behold. So, yeah, I was quite impressed with that team too. And then uh, maybe my the third team I'll probably add to this line will probably be um, Guinea. Guinea. I'll, I'll give... No, no. Okay, fine. Let, let, me, let me just make it Morocco. I think, I think Morocco have, have just been consistent. They have, they have just done what they ought to do and uh, keeping the clean sheet and um, they are the keeper from Sevilla just making sure they are not even though they are receiving shots on target it, he makes easy of those things I think I think so far I would in this round I'll say that the teams that have caught my eye are Nigeria and then um, um, Guinea-Bissau against Egypt I think they did quite well and then Morocco Notable mentions, of course, would be Equatorial Guinea for showing their metal against Algeria, defending champions. But I think the three I've mentioned do carry the day. Well said, Matthew. And picking on from Matthew's point, Cameroon, Nigeria, and Morocco are the only three teams to have a 100% win rate so far in this competition. Mm-hmm. But going on to you, Herman. What do, which teams have impressed you the most so far? 
Uh, for me, I mean, glad that most of the teams have gotten honorable mentions. But again, the team that's impressed me so much now, uh, I wouldn't go for the big teams because it's expected of them. I did mention in our last, uh, our last episode that I think Cameroon did well. I will go for Sierra Leone, yeah? I think for them to get a draw against Algeria and Ivory Coast just sets them up well to try and get a win against Equatorial Guinea to qualify. So uh, I'll go for Sierra Leone. I'm impressed with what they are doing. I know Nigeria, Cameroon, all that, Tunisia, they are getting in goals, but I mean, nothing less is expected of them. I think Sierra Leone, with all those local stars, stars that you cannot even find on Google and the others. And I mean, they've gotten draws against heavyweights like that. I'm impressed with them. And the second team I'll be impressed or I am impressed with is actually Mali. So Mali for me, I think Mali has a very good team and they have mental, mentally, they are very prepared for the tournament. So currently I think Mali has six points. Uh, they've beaten Tunisia and uh, oh, they have four points actually. They have so, four, yeah, 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 four points. So they beat Tunisia and they, they, I think they, they drew with uh, Guinea Bissau, yeah. Gambia. They drew with Gambia, but all in all, I just like how Mali is going because in their team, their team has a lot of uh, local guys who, um, when I say international stars who were actually brought up locally. So where you have the Bisuma and the others. And these were mm. guys who sometime, I think in 2017, 2015, they were playing the champ. So for them to, within some short span, actually have a formidable side like that, that includes, uh, again, uh, Bisuma, that includes um, Amadou Haidara and uh, Konatis and the others. Musa Jineku, yeah. For me, it's 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 beautiful to see such progress and such cohesion and such continuity. So for me, I'll mention Sierra Leone because they are not giving up. I'll mention again Mali because of the points I did mention. So I'm impressed by them, but I mean that does not mean that the Nigeria, the Cameroon, and the Tunisians winning four and the others are overshadowed. I'm just impressed due to the fact that these teams are. I mean, one would say, if it's anything, they are an okay team. You understand? Mm. But they are punching above their weights. And I'm impressed by that. Well said. On my end, I would go for the Indomitable Lions of Cameroon. Because the weight of a nation is clearly on the coach, the Portuguese coach. And they are keeping alive the host and win agenda. They have the most goals. They have the top scorer, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, it yeah. looks like everything is placed well for them. And um, I think it will be a difficult nation that has to face them in the round of 16. And that's why I will go for Cameroon. Keeping the host and win agenda live, and we know that's no easy feat in Africa. And speaking, and so far, if the competition that the group stage were to end today, there will be some eight teams that will be dropped. Let me share with you the eight teams that unfortunately will miss out if it were to end today. These would be Ghana, Sudan, Zimbabwe, Guinea-Bissau, Algeria, Comoros, yeah. 
and Mauritania. Of these eight teams that would exit if the if the group stage were to end today, which teams surprise you the most that they are in this bracket? And remember, there are some teams like Ethiopia, Sierra Leone, Malawi that are not part of the list. So for the list um, that would actually be exited, which one surprised you the most? Algeria. Maybe. Okay. For me, right. yeah, for me, I'm, I'm surprised at Algeria because coming into the tournament, I didn't expect them to be in danger of uh, coming out of the first round. I expected that their first two games were against in quotes, Minos, so Sierra Leone and Equatorial Guinea, and that was six points on board. And I expected that they would continue to maintain their, um, or their unbeaten run. Funny enough, it has ended before the Cote d'Ivoire match. That means that they have to win the Cote d'Ivoire match and to kickstart another one. So I, 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 I was surprised. I, I am surprised that Algeria being in that bracket. Ghana, I'm not because, I mean, I've been seeing them play and they, they don't have a certain Asamoajan in 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 the squad to to save them when 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 it comes to when it's needed most. Uh, their progressive play is a problem, so I think they 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 can just hope that uh, they can score and be organized. But all in all, I'm surprised Algeria is in that bracket. Even as a la- our last episode, I didn't know that I'm coming to talk about Algeria. Funny enough, I expected Egypt to be in that bracket, but now they've won three points. And though they are in that bracket, they are really not that in, in that bracket. So Algeria is the most surprising to be in that bracket. Asana, they have one point. And they are, I mean, they have, their case is just like Ghana too, funny enough. But Ghana will get more stick or you hear more about Ghana because, I mean, we are Ghanaians. <laughs> Matthew, what about you? Which team surprise yeah. you in that list? I, I think I think so far the Algerians have really, really, really surprised me. I mean, the the quality of opposition they have faced it's it's, it's quite amazing. They couldn't find a way around the Syrian staff in Equatorial Guinea. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. And let let's let's not take anything away from the Equatorial Guineans because they did very well. They did very well to have held their own, held their defense tight against the Algerians. But, you know, it's, it's amazing because Algeria have had this long streak of undefeated run for for close to, I think it was, it was even more than a year. Just after they won the AFCON, they went on this serious run and they've been consistent in managing that together with Morocco. Unfortunately, this record is gone to Equatorial Guinea. So for me, it's it is, and no disrespect to Equatorial Guinea. I, I, and as I said, they did very well, but we expect a lot more from Algeria. Looking at the caliber of players they have, looking at the cohesion in the team, looking at the number of, I mean, they played they played longer than most people. And they, don't forget, they are the defending Arab champions. They just won that tournament before the Afcon, right? And they showed their class in that tournament, right? So it's it's amazing that they'll come, and you know, before the tournaments, they, they showed Ghana how to play football. So no one really expected them to be this at the bottom of the table with just one point and a negative one goal difference. I think that's on head of, of any defending champions with the exception of I think France that did something similar in the 
um, one of the World Cup. I mean, after they won the 1992 they were they were they were close to shambles in their next World Cup. But I think Algeria are living up to that expectation. They are they are going way 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 down the drain so much that we can't even pull them out of the drain. It's, it's looking very bad and unexpected. So I think Algeria would be my first surprise pick, and maybe my second surprise pick would probably be Ghana. Not just because um, I mean uh, I, I have a soft spot for Ghana, but you know they they are. Ghana is like it or not, it's a big team, right? I, I turn on um, my sports news just listening to foreign media, and then ESPN were discussing Ghana without a Samajan, as um, Herman rightly mentioned. They were looking at the striking options and how Jordan is not helping and the role the coach plays him in. I think um, a team for a country that's 52nd on the world ranking is not, it's not a small country. I mean, you top 10 in Africa. You expected that at least in your in your first, even if you decide to lose your match against Morocco, it's fine. Morocco is, I think, they are higher up um, FIFA ranked. They they are being on, on a longer um, streak. It's expected. It's fine. But against Gabon, you expected to bring back everything and pull your weight and then make something happen in that match. Unfortunately, they didn't do that, and they lost woefully. Their coach um, tried to react to. Matches after he has gone down, that's when he wants to react to substitutions and stuff. So, unfortunately, he did that in the third game running after he lost against Algeria. That's when he wanted to make key substitutions. Similar thing against Morocco. The same thing happened against that one. But unfortunately, for all those three times, it was too late to come. So, I'll, I'll, I'll place Algeria on my one most surprised list and then two Ghana. I think the rest, they saw it coming, they had it coming, they are just managing the expectations. Yeah, so I I believe we are all in agreement. I would also go with Algeria because the form book has been thrown out the window. We all said on this show at the very beginning that Algeria would be one of the teams to look out for. They have their star player in Rihad Mares. They have Slimani. They have a number of other very notable and experienced players and for them to be languishing at the bottom really is um, is disheartening and if you look at the match that just finished with Equatorial Guinea fans Algerian fans were crying and because no one sees this coming that you are the one of the best teams in Africa and um, all of a sudden you have no responses to any of the things. And it's, when you look at the match that just finished, the Algerian player dived because he was looking for a penalty because it looked like nothing was working. And it seems that's how mm-hmm. they have sunk to try and pull themselves up. Mm-hmm. And from this, I'm sure we have some closing thoughts on what we are going to see in the final group stage matches. So, first of all, I will start with Herman. What are some of your closing thoughts as we enter into the final stage of matches? Okay, so to just uh, go back a bit, Matthew, like you said, it's just the French team that did that in the World Cup and Algeria is made up of the French, a lot of them, because <laughs> they, they were the Algerians, they were, they, they, they were schooled their yeah. football, they learned it in France. I mean, so all in all, it's in line. I'm just saying it anyway. <laughs> but 
I mean, my general thoughts again for the final round is it's a do and die affair for most of these teams. The great opportunity of the best third place finish is there for most of these teams. Um, so again, I expect the coaches to come out firing. I mean, attacking because all in all, the teams that will qualify have qualified. I mean, we know that some have six points, some have four, and they are there already. So for me, it's a matter of goal difference. It's a matter of fair play. It's a matter of, I mean, getting some points on the board. And it's a matter of making sure you don't lose. So all in all, I expect an attacking and exciting exciting set of games. I expect uh, the coaches to try and tweak one or two things, I mean. And the expectation for these, in quotes, big teams that uh, are not, I mean, showing up, this is the chance for them to show up. I would just cite that two rounds already does not mean the tournament has ended for these teams because two rounds already means that you can kickstart your tournament. And over time, we've seen that Teams that are, have even been the best third place finishers have gone on to win because it's it's a game of confidence. When you kickstart something now, it can run through till the end. So me, I'm expecting my general thought is that expecting everyone that I mean the last set of games to be a do and die affair for the most teams that have the opportunity to be in because you either go hard or you go home. And what of yourself, Matthew? What are you expecting? Well, um, for me, I think um, Algeria have a long way to go, considering the fact that their final group game match is against Cote d'Ivoire. The Ivorians also have um, their interest to protect in that match. So I see it as a cracker in the next round of fixtures. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I've been trying to look at the form guide to see if there's any hint of the last time a country hosted and won it, won the African Cup of Nations, and it's taking me as far back as in the early 2000s. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm a bit uh, worried because um, that that trend or that hope of having to host and win is not is not very common. In Africa, you you can you can host nicely, be a wondrous host, but someone will come and take it. So I, I have a feeling that's what happened to Cameroon. But let's see, it's, it's too early to call any shots yet. But let's let's see what happens. I believe there's a lot more to be happening in this final because lots of the teams would have to come out of their defensive shelf and attack and make sure that they have some points, have some goals to de- to defend to the 80th or 90th minute before the game is over, when the referee finally blows his whistle, then we know that, yes, the game is over. So I'm, I'm thinking this round is going to be a lot more interesting. The teams that have qualified already, those with the six points, I mean, they don't have much to do. Nigeria, Algeria, Cameroon. I mean, they don't have much to do. That, sorry, that's Algeria. Maybe I'm prophesying for them, but not Algeria. I meant Nigeria. Yeah, But hopefully something will come out of the group. It's, it's always disappointing when the defending champion does not make it through. But let's see. Let's see. Hopefully they can do something and then keep the tournament interesting. I totally agree with you that the tournament will only keep getting more interesting. From a second round that had 
cancelled goals, players standing in to become goalkeepers. I also expect that the last round would, would expect the unexpected. We should I I believe would have at least one big nation being felled and not continuing to the next round, and having a list or perhaps any another nation, and perhaps we'll have a lowly placed FIFA team progressing to everybody's surprise, and we'll see more caution being thrown to the wind, because what we've, what the coaches have seen is that they need to go for it now, or risk being one of the teams that gets kicked out at the first round, and so with this, Herman and Matthew. What are your very last thoughts before Herman signs us out? Maybe beginning with well, you, Matthew. Yeah. So I mean, um, I think it's it's a good it's a, it's been a good discussion. We've we've brought a lot to the table. I mean, it's it's very clear that some teams really have to wake up. It's very clear some teams really have to come to the table. It's very clear some teams are going home. It's very clear some teams are progressing, but. I think the destiny of the teams lies in their hands, especially for those that call themselves the big, big guns on the African football, the top ten, those who have qualified for the World Cup um, final rounds. They a, a lot more is expected from them because a lot more has been given to them. So we expect a lot more. Um, the teams that have come as surprise packages and they are making their way through the Sierra Leoneans, Equatorial Guineans, the I mean the, the teams that are showing their metal at least the Gambians. Those that are pulling their weight little by you can see that they are not the most favored, but they are trying. You can see there's some progress in what they are doing. Those people to more grease to their elbows, they believe they can do it. They should do it. Everyone loves a surprise. Everyone loves a dark horse story. Everyone loves that. So it's, it's like a Cinderella fairy tale in football, like what Leicester did when they won the Premier League. Everyone loves when someone different, especially like what the, the Zambians did when they won the Afghan with heavy Renat. I mean, that was that was a, a lovely story. We would love to have a story like that. So the teams that are not so favored, the so-called Minos, they should keep on surprising us. We love that. That's that's the beauty of Afcon. We love it. They should keep it up. They, should, they can do it. They should keep fighting. Thank you very much, Matthew. And Herman, please, your last thoughts before you sign us out. So my last thought is um, I'm glad African football is coming of age. Because you can see the work um, Mauritania, is it Mauritius or Mauritania they are putting in? Uh, you can see the work that Guinea-Bissau is putting in. You can see the work Equatorial Guinea is putting in. And I'm glad this tournament was expanded to the number we had now because previously it's always the 16 and we end by now. We have like 32 teams gunning for it. And all you know, I'm just glad African football, we are able to showcase exciting talent, exciting dwells. And I mean, for the upcoming and the rest of the tournament, I expect no less. So I'm glad about that. And again, let's look out for the one who said the underdog stories. That is coming up because it will keep coming up and it will, it, that is what we live for. So all in all, I mean, I'm just happy that the playground is leveled. It's not about your history. It is about are you showing working? Are you showing working? It's simple as that. Show working and you win the trophy. So, yeah. All right. So, Herman, please sign us out. 
Great. And it's been a good discussion, listeners. It's great to have you here week in, week out on our episodes. Again, I or the team, all of us, we encourage you to send your comments, your suggestions, how you, we can be better in the show notes. And we are always here uh, to listen to your, your suggestions and bring them to the board. You can also chip in, in the discussion and we'll be ready to hear you. Thank you for joining us. And we hope to hear from you and we hope that you join us on our next episode. Thank you. Don't look down. I'm on top of the world, eh? I'm on top of the world, eh? Wait on this for a while.